themselves the Bad Batch. Sessions back again, boy. My heart and blood all ran, boy. Chrome was ain't enough, boy. So you're asking when, boy? Capping every week, boy. That batch is on your screen, boy. Made that display debut. Made that background hot, It's the bad batch. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions, the Bad Batch Recap. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is my king. It's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly. How are you, sir? He's, he's, my, he's my king. Um, mate, I am very well. I am dandy. It's uh, Like we said before jumping on the recording, I was like, hey... I love Fridays. I love waking up and thinking, hey, new Bad Batch. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Yep. Uh, mate boy, how on earth are you on this fine Bad Batch day? You love Fridays. I love democracy. I am. Um... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. We love it. I am. I'm good, mate. I am good. It's uh, I say Friday afternoon. We've watched the Bad Batch, hence why we're here. That aside, though, mate. Yeah, I'm I'm loving it. We're saying that once the Bad Batch is over, we've got a few months to wait before the next um, Star Wars series drops. And I just don't know what I'm going to do on a Friday morning. But for now, I'm embracing the fact that we have more Star Wars every Friday, which has given me a big old boost every week. But how are you, mate? Well, we're soaking it all up, aren't we? We're kind of like just soaking up this Star Wars content. And it feels good. It feels it feels really cool that this isn't like just live action as well that it, it that it is animation and mm-hmm. that the animated star wars world is getting so much love at the moment you know yep. and um like like what we've been saying you know they've been doing a very very good job um now this, this is obviously a new episode uh, and we do talk spoilers up front we do talk, mm-hmm. talk spoilers uh but a little spoiler free review before we uh jump right into the spoiler filth what are you thinking of this episode, Matty Boy? Uh, so, episode four, titled "Cornered." Um, I liked it again, my main, my man. I liked it again, um, my main, my main, <laughs> I, my main I man. Am, I am your main. You yes. are my, you're my, my king you and my it. main, and you have the greatest <laughs> main this side of Pantora. Um, no. no, like all of the episodes, um, I, I like it. I don't. I think it's very good. I think there's a lot in it. Whilst at the mm-hmm. same time, uh, on the surface, you can watch it and think, well, that was a nice little adventure. But it's it sets things up, and the, obviously the way it ends, which we'll get into, that um, sets up more intrigue. But I liked it, mate. What about you? Yeah, same, mate. Same. I think we're just getting into the groove of like every weekly programming. You know, I was going to yeah. say like everyday program, but it's like, it is literally weekly <laughs> programming. And, uh, you know, this series isn't in a rush to tell this grand story. You know, it's it's very subtle and it can take its time, just like Clone Wars, just like Rebels, you know, its predecessors. And, um, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait to talk some spoilers because we need to get into some specifics, don't we? Really? Like, right. I, can't, I, can't, I can't really elaborate right now. Right. In that case spoilers from here on out so that was what yeah. we thought about the episode if you haven't seen the episode 
well, now you know what we think. Go check it out. It's 25 minutes long. It's only a short one, like your standard mm-hmm. animation length. Come back and listen to us. So um, spoilers from here yeah. on out. And um, Spoilers. Take. 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 Rika. Rika. That is a spoiler. Just Did you ever see Mars Attacks? Oh, dude, I love Mars Attacks. It tastes, it, it sounds just like, uh, well, if the Bad Batch's um, inhibitor chips fail, we, they may end up trying to end up like those Mars yeah, Attacks people and taking Mars over attacks, a planet. Mars Attacks is actually part of the Star Wars universe. They're the only race that survived. That's it. Because yeah. it was a long time ago, you see. So, That's it, President Jack Nicholson great. over there on that planet. But um, So yeah, I yeah. like this episode, mate. We thought, we went to um, Pantora which we mm-hmm. assumed wrongly that uh, was Coruscant from, I did anyway, from the trailers. But mm-hmm. just before that, I know. So we meant to go to a planet called Ida floor. I was like, that's a weird name. And I looked at it. I was like, that's an anagram of Florida. So I hope nobody else has picked up on that. Cause I want to claim that, but Ida floor is, is really? an anagram. Yeah. Cause I have the subtitles on. So I always have subtitles just in case you miss anything in the background or something. So yeah. Uh, naff fact there, mate. But, um, what is yeah, it again? Uh, Ida floor. Ida floor. I D A F L O R. Ida floor. Yeah, Ida floor. and it's full so, of like oh, it's full of like whatever the alligators or whatever. That's it. It's like what's it, what those things called the uh, the lake things, uh, the swamp. That's it. Marshes. I saw. Um, I remember going to Florida and just seeing uh, loads of alligators everywhere. Same. If I could remember oh, what the Everglades. The Everglades. What? Yeah, it's crazy. I really liked Florida. Yeah, Florida's wow. decent. Um, but yeah, Pantora, oh. we go to Pantora. The, the, the batch have got to uh, get to Pantora. They've got to make changes to their ship to hide their signature, the ship's signature, which is now on a wanted list. They are now, like, more, more than ever, officially fugitives. Plus, they need to get food as well, because I've just realised, well, hold on, they're we're hungry. not getting fed anymore. We've got to go and get our own supply. So Pantora, no, mate. No Uber Eats. You know, no, while you're, while you're mid space. Yeah, very cool. I, I really, really enjoyed the the design in this uh, episode. Um, it's quite clearly meant to be like Istanbul um, with maybe a, a wee bit of uh, the Kremlin design from Moscow <laughs> thrown it in there. It is kind of very North African, isn't it? Or like East, very Eastern European in terms of like Mediterranean, isn't it, feeling? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, it's Or Batu-like as well. Yeah, well, they're all they're all inspired by like the mm-hmm. Ar- Arabic Arabic design and whatnot. And uh, yeah, it, for me, it's re- it reminded me of Istanbul a lot because um, even from a like a modern perspective, it was it was a big bustling city. Like this wasn't a quiet town, um, and it wasn't a kind of like middle of nowhere town. You know, like Mos Eisley. You know, Mos Eisley is a big town for where it is, but it's not a huge city. This this you kind of got big city vibes. And do you know what, mate, boy? I man, it's funny you mentioned the bar two thing because while we were watching this, I was watching this with the missus, for the record. Yeah. Um, and I was like, man, I can't wait to go to bar two. I can't wait to go to Galaxy's Edge because yep. it gave me, it really gave me that authentic Star Wars kind of like city um, vibe. And I, I think that is that's quite a hard thing to nail, but it's some of my favorite environments in all of star wars and i wish i wish we saw a little bit more of it in live action i think that's something mm-hmm. that we need to see more of is these yeah. city environments um yeah, but seeing bad batch it was amazing mate there was so much to see and look at all the shops you know the the market traders there was the um imperial parade you oh, know, man. everyone's celebrating and was loving it 
Yeah, they are. They're very pro empire, pro, you know, mm-hmm. ex republic at the and moment. It's all new, isn't it? It's all new. It's all new. I, I, I thought it was, it was, it was really cool. There was a lot to, to kind of feast your eyes on. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when I was, when we were in Pantora, Batu as well, I was also thinking, do you know what? I'd love to see this kind of setting in a video game. So to kind of yeah. go around this kind of like yeah. mold old streets with that kind of sci-fi cyberpunk-esque neon lights going on uh, i'd love to see that in the game so i think they could really really go deep in a video game of that so if anyone's listening from any studio get it done and yeah, yeah the empire was saying it was that geezer rampart from the last episode was saying you know we'll exchange your invalid currency for the imperial credits which are probably worth a lot less. So they're probably getting less for their buck, but they don't know that because all they know is the Empire's come in, the clones are heroes, they've rid the galaxy of um, the, the treasonous Jedi. Here's the Empire. Look, get, you don't, you'll get the old currency, we'll take it from you and we'll give you this brand spanking new Imperial yeah. credits. They are really quickly cleansing the galaxy of the Republic, of, of everything Here, take, bad. Take this Bitcoin. Take That's this what, one this coin. Oak coin or something. Yeah. I, I watched um I watched a documentary actually a little bit about like get rich quick schemes. And it was there was this uh segment about one coin. Did you ever hear about one coin? Never heard of one coin. It was basically like a huge scam uh back in twenty sixteen and like this mm-hmm. person has like vanished from the planet who basically was running it and stuff uh, yeah so interesting but yeah it, it's funny how um how easily people can get like sold into this stuff because they're thinking mm-hmm. hey there's benefits and like with last week's episode um where one of those soldiers was like hey you know under the empire i'm getting a bed i'm getting a roof over man i got like warm meals and stuff mm-hmm. you know there's benefits to everyday people because of the empire because of this restructuring and it's and the point i think it's trying to make is that's how they get you yep. that's how they get you right so exactly it's, by it's doing interesting that, they sign you up and get all of your information on a chain code for your mm. own security and safety all they're doing every single person in the galaxy is now on the emperor's and the empire's database yeah but that's hidden behind the fact of yeah like i say We'll feed you, we'll pay you, we'll give you jobs, we'll keep you safe. In return, you give us everything. And yeah. so there's, it's uh, it's how evil the Empire really is and manipulative. And they're doing a great job um, showing that. And another thing I like is you mentioned the just the marketplace and the bustling market. I love that as well. I love just seeing people mm-hmm. in their jobs. And here we get the... Uh, we get the large lad, the Sulliston, the foreman, who um, yeah. they say, look, don't scan our ship. We'll give you dosh for it. And he go. What does he do? He goes into his radio and he calls it in. But he calls it in to our girl Fennec Shand, who's just up there, and she's looking at a hologram of Omega. So she's actively looking for Omega, which of course then becomes the going forward. You know who sent her? And we finally get to see Fennec Shand in this episode, and uh, I think she was handled really well. I really like the character of Fennec Shand anyway, and I think the Bad Batch will do wonders to expand upon her. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. I was thinking, like, May, what sort of moisturizer is she using? Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> she looks the exact same great, as uh, Mandalorian. How old is, how old is? Um, uh, Ming-Na is 50-something. Is she really right? Okay, yeah. that's how they can, yeah. She just, she, I think she just looks fantastic for her age. She's great. She? So, um, yeah, 57. What? 
That's crazy. What a okay, yes. Yeah, so she is. She is like you know in her twenties now in Bad Batch. Uh, give or maybe. take late twenties. Yeah. Or take. Yeah. So man, that's that's incredible to see that. And uh, mate, yeah, she was kind of like a force to be uh, reckoned with. Really. Force. Um, oh, force. A wink, wink. Uh, Star Wars pun. <laughs> uh, no, I I thought it was really good. Um, little baby Amiga, uh, obviously still very naive mm-hmm. and yeah. she ran over to the dogs to the space dogs and was like oh hey hey tick come look at this tick i said tick hunter no but that was a bit annoying that was a bit annoying yeah because but she but you know i have to remind myself hang on this and they do make this point in the episode she's never been off planet from camino so you know, you kind of give her allowances, don't you, for that? Mm-hmm. But um, it was a bit like, no, come don't on, Amika, come, come on. on. That was the yep. only thing where I was like, no, that's annoying. But I get it, I get it. But yeah, yeah I, did, Ming-Na, I didn't mind. Uh, that. Not Ming Na Wen, Fennec Shan. She she was like an absolute boss. In this. Oh, what she reminded me of was like um, what, what, like the the baddies in the old fairy tales. Like when when mm. she sees it, she's like, "Hello there, are you are you lost? Maybe uh, come with oh, me, and I can right. help you." Like luring the kid in type thing. I was like, it's like really, Snow White." Some yeah, coming like that. Yeah, or what's that one where they chuck them in the oven, the gingerbread house? Um, oh yeah, I know the one. That one, the Brothers Grimm one. Um, is that uh, the Hansel? That's not Hansel and Gretel. Might be that one, or something. Or Red Maybe. Riding Hood, or it's something. It's one of the but, old fairy tales. One of the old. It reminded yeah, me a bit of mean. that. Um, the way she, she just sort of takes her under her wing, but we we know as the audience that. She's not all that she seems, but again, too kind of world naive uh, Omega. She just thinks it's a nice person offering to help. And so that is quite sinister as well. A very sinister mm, thing for mm-hmm. them to put in. And um, and Hunter no, turns is. up and they have their fight. And, you know, Hunter gets the better of her. And then uh, as <laughs> she uses her loaf quite literally and just knocks him out with a metal helmet, which I thought was great. <laughs> I like that too. The the again the animation here is amazing. Oh, it's top the animation, notch. like the color palette, like everything about this is very smooth. Yep. It's a really really good episode for the animation and and really and really for the for the story. Uh, I don't think it's the best episode we've had in regards to the story, but it kind of does push it forward a wee bit. Um, my, my my favorite thing about this episode really is just seeing the whole environment and seeing the characters interact with it. Poor old Echo being sold as a droid. I was like, <laughs> that's that was quite funny. Not for 2000. Um, I'm worth more than that. Yeah. And I tell you what, even the reason I'm sticking with this, but especially with Istanbul as the like influence here is even the local policemen. I swear they were like, oh, well, it could like, it's Arabic, I suppose, or North African. They were all wearing like fezzes. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's a nod, isn't it? That's and the market like... traders love a haggle as well. Yeah, I know. They it was, love it. It's amazing. But yeah, a poor old Echo being sold as a droid. At first, I was like, where's this going? But then obviously, <laughs> it, the, the episode explains why well, it's a way just to get the droids and stuff. And, and I did laugh yeah. at that moment when they was like, yeah. we need maintenance droids. And he's like, <laughs> well, actually, so as it turns out, I have a load here. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll allow that because it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and another thing that I found um, that there was a bit of Bantasaurus Rex um, was that the – what was it? What was it? Um, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, that one, yeah. It's gone. I really like that part of the episode. Really good. 
gone. <laughs> well, I've got like Chucky. Oh, totally. You carry on. I'll try and remember I'll chuck what I'm trying to say. There was something, that, there was something of... happening outside my window that caught my attention. His attention span is like, nothing. His attention span like, of a pigeon. Is, what um, is going on? What else did I like? Yeah. I liked when... I actually like... on on Back on Omega and Fennec, actually, or Omega, whatever... Um, when when she when she gives her the apple and she's like, oh, mate, you know, you should come and join up with my friend. If you're alone, you should come and join up with my friends. I was like, oh, mm. that's quite a sweet because it's just the sort of thing you say. It's like, oh, you're alone, so you know, join us. Um, and the other thing we we mentioned it uh, the other day. We met up and we mentioned this the other day. And we're like, I we forgot to mention this on the last recap. And in episode three, Ricker mm-hmm. R- Ricker is saying, oh, I've got a headache. I, I I hit my head when I crashed when the ship crashed. And then at the end of the episode, he's like, oh, my head still hurts. And we're like, right. Okay. They've, they're focusing on the fact that Wrecker's head hurts. He's going to, his chip's going to malfunction and he's going to go out like a wrecking ball. In this episode, oh. Wrecker versus Fennec. And you're like, here we go. Here come the battle of the big boys. And she immediately just smashes his head against the wall and KOs him. Yeah. But it's another yeah. headshot for Wrecker. And who's, that's twice in two episodes now. They've kind of focused quite intently on the fact that he keeps getting smacked in the head so true so true and um even when that fight was actually about to happen i was like well this is just like strength pure strength versus like agility and re- really more technical skill brains and, and brawn isn't it exactly and, and she she just like floors him literally first <laughs> move done um and Drink yeah over mate, it's a great point because that's something that we didn't pick up on last. Well, we did pick up on it, but we just didn't mention it in last week's episode. We said it uh, when we came off air. We're like, oh, we didn't mention it. Yeah, exactly, man. But it, yes, they are hinting at something. And could it be that, you know, I don't know. They're like that That chip in, in Wrecker's head is, I don't know, like it, it could start working for a little bit. I think mm-hmm. that's what they're leading to. And I think later on into the season, it's going to be, quite a big catalyst for the story yeah. you know this kind of like headache of 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 wreckers because yeah they're putting a lot of emphasis on this and two two episodes in a row we're getting reminded of this you know so yeah interesting could could be a little heartbreaking and how cute is it when little omega like jumps up onto um wrecker and, it, and he holds it. oh isn't it adorable I love that. It wrecker loves it doesn't he, he loves her yeah, he does. He does. They're, they're, they're setting it up, aren't they? Like you just said, are they setting up? The one member of the Bad Batch you don't want to go psycho would probably be Wrecker because he has brute strength and he'll just tear through you. And yeah. they're showing him as like the big, yeah. lovable brute. They're, at this point, they are the Dad Batch. And then yeah. when Omega's gone, they're the Lad Batch. Um, yeah. But you, you don't want Wrecker to turn full psycho because you're in trouble. But at the same time, they're setting up that he's a really nice guy. And the, look at the bond he's got with Omega. Oh, man. Are they are they setting something up where you're like, no, don't do it. No. Don't do it, Wrecker. Now, what's what's interesting is kind of like the, the, the point of this story is that Omega is getting hunted yes. by Fennec Shand, yeah. by a bounty hunter. And they by the end of the episode, they're like, oh, yeah, I think it was a bounty hunter. It's like, yep, yeah, that's it. Um, but well done, who, cause I, 
I think even, I, and that's what I was actually going to say, the thing that I forgot about, was that um, they they didn't really explain like why Fennec Shand was there and after this girl. And I liked that. Yeah. I liked yeah. that they no one was like narrating what was happening. No one was saying, oh yeah, that this XYZ, it was all at the end of the episode. They were like, well, I guess it was a bounty hunter and they were after Omega. So, you know, what was going on there? And what was going on? Like, who who on earth has hired Fennec Shan to get Omega? Man. Like, who who is it? Do do we have any theories on that? Because I think uh, I have a sneak. I had suspicion. one, but go on. Uh, but I, on, uh, that is a great point as well. Is there isn't you don't the bad batch aren't during it. They're not like oh this must be a bounty hunter, or we don't have a scene of like someone in the silhouette saying like give me a report on Shan. We don't have any of that rubbish. It's just a bounty hunter is after them and they have to escape and then work out later on. The only thing I could think of, and I thought about this during the show, is that the Kaminoans have sent Fennec yeah. Shand after yeah. Omega. Because they, maybe, because look, Fennec is obviously antagonistic against a bad batch because they have her bounty. Maybe the Kaminoans simply just want Omega back. And they were just like, mm. you know, whatever you've got to do to get her back, fine. But we just want the kid back safely. So maybe she is in some way, I don't want to say an anti-hero, but she's acting in the best interest of the Kaminoans who just want the kids safe. But it does mean she's up against our buddies, the Bad Batch. So there's yeah. quite a fun little um, dichotomy there. Because it obviously wasn't to kill Amiga. You know, she wasn't no, doing no, yeah. a she wasn't doing a cheeky Django fat. You <laughs> no, know, she, she killed enough people in this episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it was it was obviously I think to to kidnap Omega and um, and take her back to Camino. I think you're spot on, mate. That's that's what I thought. Because who who else could it be? (laughs) Because if you think back to last episode, right, they're they're talking about they need a new specimen because Django's DNA is like Mm -hmm. like deteriorating. Um, Yeah, what if it's Omega? What if what if that is the specimen they're talking about, and that's why she was developed? Maybe. Um, Yeah, really interesting. Really interesting. I think the Kaminoans definitely they're being a bit cheeky. They're ringing up our girl Shand, old Shandy head, and going, listen, Shand, pick up Amiga. Where is she? Dunno. Dunno. Um, Do it. It will give you metal guts. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. It's all, it it all rhymes. (laughs) It It all rhymes. We'll see Fennec Shand give someone else metal guts. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Well, she she was taking falls down left, right. She got that guy in his speeder in like about a hundred stories up and just threw him out to his death. She shot the guy straight through the heart in his, yeah. the, the policeman. And then he crashed into the other guys. Like she's a wrecking machine. And again, they're showing mm-hmm. the tone of the show a little bit. They're not scared to show a bit of, a bit of violence like that. They're not cutting away all the time, which gives, a, gives something for everybody in that sense. The only other people who could be after a maker would be, you know, like Tarkin or Rampard, yeah. the obvious bad guys, but why would they want to win it? There's a chance it could be someone we don't even know yet. There's know? that's and the that, that's the the other obvious one. Which yeah. if that's the case, fine as well. I'm, yeah. I'm open for fine. you know me, new law, mate, <laughs> new law. Give it to me. Do you know what it was? I thought it was really interesting as well when I was watching it. Um, the missus was like, "So you watch it with Is she is she bad or is she good?" And I was like, "Well." I suppose we'll see throughout the episode. And um, and she was actually confused. She was like, what is she then? Like, I don't get it. And I think that was after the moment where she saved Amiga from, from yeah. falling to her death. Um, uh, but I was like, well, I suppose she's really like a, like a neutral character, isn't she? Like a lot yeah. of bounty hunters. She's just a bounty. She's a mercenary. 
Yeah, because for for a while, Boba Fett has been portrayed as a baddie, you mm-hmm. know, but just because he was kind of hired to be on that side. But now, you know, if we think about it, Boba Fett's actually being portrayed as almost like a hero, isn't he, in live action? It not, depends on not who he's a, going after, isn't it? Exactly. Not necessarily in a traditional sense, but yeah, it is this definitely this neutral approach. And that's what I said. I was like, well, she's just whoever's paying her the most money. That's who, that's what team she's on. You know, it's not about morals. It's about paycheck to paycheck, mate. That's it, mate. Um, so broski, I thought this was a great episode. Um, it pushed the story on a little bit. I thought visually this, this episode was amazing and it gave me the most from a world building perspective because i love seeing those city planets i love seeing all of that that exploration i thought it was i thought all in all this was a pretty solid episode yeah we it it uh in heart it pushes the story on a little bit which is all i want from every episode is 16 episode season they don't have to rush it but all i'd ask as a fan or just somebody who likes stories that every episode there's something in there which makes you kind of wonder where we're going to go next in this instance yeah. Who who's yeah. hired Fennec Shand? What's why does she want Omega? Um, so there's that, and obviously like Wrecker's bunts. Like what's happening with Wrecker's head as well? Um, yeah, I like the visuals. I think again, it, the, the music again was excellent. The development mm. of the characters was good, and mm-hmm. um, I can't really can't really argue. So there's anything I didn't really like in this episode. One one little detail I liked was when Fennec Shand's ship blew up. She hobbles away from it. They didn't make her indestructible. She she feels pain. Little details, oh, that's true. very that's silly, true. but little details where she could have just walked off. But no, she's she's hobbling. They're like, no, let's let's show some battle damage. Um, and I also like that it's not full on action Ooh. every week. It's not mm. just from start to finish. Being uh, like pew pew. There's character stuff. There's slow moments. We get big, great action scenes, and then we slow down. I'm really digging it, man. That's what Star Wars is at the end of the day. It's, yeah. it's this it's this mix of you know little bits of action mixed with you know a lot of just storytelling and character driven storytelling and that's what it's all about and also one last uh, little shout out one of my favorite things about this episode easily was the sound design mm-hmm. very attack of the clones yep um prequel <laughs> style it yeah yeah that's it mate boy <laughs> just just that that's it. Just, no. just noise wind yeah Oh it was, yes, it, it was absolutely fantastic. Well, a mid-air speeder chase is kind of Attack of the Clones. It's the, the oh. opening of Attack of the Clones, isn't it? Bro, they they have taken the sounds from Attack of the Clones and, and put it into this episode. Yeah, um, and 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 yeah, that that kind of uh, sequence in in a, in episode two, it's one of the best sequences in Star Wars. It is amazing. I love it. The speeder chase. Um, so it was it was lovely to see that, and it's like, oh man, prequels so good, so good. Oh, I hate it when he does that. Give us more <laughs> prequel love. Yeah. We are we are prequelists. We love Star Wars anyway, but we love a bit. We love it when the prequels are tied in and they did that uh well obviously the bad batch just after pr- the prequels but they're doing it so well as well um, yeah, yeah definitely man final then mate we always do this after every episode out of 10 what are you giving cornered um it's a hard one really because i did really enjoy it but i'm not like jumping out of my seat mm-hmm. going crazy but i'm probably gonna go for a six and a half i went yeah. i went for seven with the other ones um but again that is i think that's actually a quite a decent score um yeah, six and a half. What about you, mate? I was going to go seven out of ten. 
again because nice. didn't dislike anything, but it was just consistently solid. So seven out of ten for us. What would you? What would you lot? What would you, Bad Batch, give this episode out of ten? Or how does it stack up to the other three episodes? And do you think it pushes the story on at all? Let us know what you thought of well, this episode, but also the Bad Batch episode four in general. But that's going to wrap up this recap, isn't it, my friend? Yes, it is, matey. It's been it's been fun, man. And again, I can't wait for next week. I can't wait to see what else happens. So it is doing its job. Bad Batch, we love it. And like Matty Boy said, let us know what you guys think. You other Bad Batchers, you know, are you getting up early to watch it? When, when are you watching it to? I want to know that. Like, are people watching show. on Saturdays? Are they watching it on Sundays? You watching it with family, friends, after? alone? Yeah, because it's a wee bit more... I don't know flexible and I don't I don't think there's the same pressure to watch it as soon as possible like with the Mandalorian you know to no, avoid spoilers it's not that kind of show so I'll be really interested to see what people uh, have to say about that yep let us know uh, but we'll be back again this time next Friday with the Bad Batch recap for episode 5 but until then thank you everybody for listening from me see ya and from Luke may the force be with you Bad Batchers Tick, 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 tick